0: Hi, my name is Marissa Klein. I'm the founder of Choice Fashion and Media and co host of the career inspiration podcast, The Dreamcatchers.
1: And I am Jamie Stozer, the other co host of The Dreamcatchers and the VP of
0: Fashion and Media, at Choice Associates. Up next is a special edition of The Dreamcatchers. We've curated our favorite dreamers and doers for an inspirational conversation. Thanks for joining us and hope you
2: enjoy. Awesome.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Jamie from the Dreamcatchers. Thank you for being here.
0: Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Marissa, the other half of the Dreamcatchers, live from home, part do. Do it. Do.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm like what other language do I know? Nothing. Uh, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. We are live currently on the Bellworks Facebook, as well as our Facebooks, Choice Fashion Media, and um, the Dreamcatchers. And wanted to welcome our lovely guests from the Bellworks Retail Block, as we call it, right, as well as Paula from MPZ Design, who is a representative from Bellworks, who we obviously spoke to the last time we were on our Bellworks from Home how it works. Um, so thank you all for being here today and, and taking your evening with us-ish, whatever time it is, late afternoon, evening. Um, so wanted to, A, welcome you, and we'll definitely let all of you introduce yourselves in a moment, but wanted to, I guess, get started by you know just checking in with Paula. Obviously it's been a couple of weeks uh, since we spoke to you last about how it's going with Bellworks and um, you know just the future of Bellworks and the, obviously the retailers, but also all of the tenants. So how's it going, Paola? What's what's the news? What's the latest?
2: The latest is that we're working very hard behind scenes to plan uh, how to bring everybody back, uh, starting with the tenants and then with retailers and the public. But you know, it's it's a lot of like we're going with what the governor. With the orders of the governor so there's a lot of like planning and and changing of uh, layouts furniture uh signage and just a lot lots of planning but i i mean i was there yesterday and it just you know it's it's such a, an amazing space and i really really hope we can all go back soon and and make well it looks like sal and christy are there right now which we're gonna get to in a minute So they are in the building, which I
1: was so happy to see. I'm sure that makes you happy, Pala, to see them there in the space.
2: Great. Uh, Yeah, all good. Just, you know, we were staying connected through Zoom and everything and just, you know, taking it one day at a time, but hopefully coming back soon, all of us.
1: Fabulous. Well, I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves, if that's okay, for a moment. Um, Our friends from Boost Booskordu were supposed to join us as well, for those of you out there listening who wanted to hear a bit of an update from them. um, They are, you know, unfortunately dealing with an emergency wholesale order right now, which, to be honest, is kind of a good problem to have, as we obviously are all figuring out how to uh, move forward in this climate, and one of the two of them—they are husband and wife team, um, James and Amelia—may join us at some point. They may just float into the Zoom, so we will welcome them with open arms if they can join us. If not, we'd love to just hear from the rest of our amazing panel. Um, so, if you could just introduce yourselves one by one, doesn't matter. I'll just go in the order I see you. Um, who you are what your business is at Bellworks and just a quick update on what's going on with you. And then we'll get into a little bit more of the questions. So I guess my first on my screen is Sal and Christy from the Gathering Shops.
3: Hi, I'm Sal Mortarano.
4: Hi, Christy Motorano.
3: We're the owners of the Gathering Shops here at Bellworks. Retail okay. and everything else you could possibly think of <laughs> is in the store. Um, we uh, our store is just a, a a congregation of all emerging brands, brands that are trying to make it a lot of local brands, brands that are exciting creators, artists, everyone that is uh, trying to live a dream. We, We reach out, we find them and we put them in the store.
1: I was actually, I'm actually really excited to have you guys here and and ask you my own personal questions about you, but I'm guessing, I don't know this for sure now, Paul, I think dropped off, but I believe you might be the newest addition to Bellworks before this all happened. You guys just had celebrated your launch, right? Kind of ish before this started.
3: Is that right? I think so. We had our, um, we had our grand opening kind of launch lunch for all the uh, tenants in the building on February 27th.
0: Yeah. So right before it gearing up right before a pandemic. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well
3: dark humor we are going to talk about how you
1: all are going to rebrand relaunch re you know enter into this amazing building that you are in and obviously we see you there you're there right now which is so nice to see i when they first joined the call before we went live i was like is that virtual or is that real i love it i love seeing you there so i'm um, excited to get back to you guys and hear from you a little bit more but the next on my screen i see is chrissy so if you could just introduce yourself chrissy Hi, my name
5: is Chrissy Valerio. I own The Bar Method. Um, I opened my first location in Shrewsbury almost 12 years ago, and oh, wow. a second location here in Bell Works, um, January 25th of 2019, so a little over a year ago.
6: Awesome. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Welcome, Chrissy. And I, next I see is Danielle. Danielle, can you introduce yourself as well? Hi, everyone. So happy be to be here, thank you. My name is Danielle Bucciolato. I own Renaissance Pilates and Wellness at Bell Works with my sister and partner, Joelle, who is parenting right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I get it. Similar to you ladies. Mm-hmm. Sister. Um, and I sure well. uh, business business uh, 15 years ago in 2004 in Hoboken. We grew to Red Bank 11 years later, and now in Bell Works, we opened November 21st. So we are also fairly new on the block, um, just prior to the gathering shops. Um, and uh, all I could say is that I'm really, we're both, Joelle and I are really excited to get back. We, we opened up uh, and it, it was at a time where I think um, Bellworks was, was just seeing some really um, great feedback in terms of foot traffic and, and um, we opened up strong. And we're just looking forward to getting back to where we left off bigger and better with everyone else right next
2: door to us.
1: Totally. And forgive me, I might be wrong, but didn't you also
6: just move in Red Bank, too, to a new location right before this? Is that right? We, we, we moved uh, about a block away. So we're still in Red Bank. We moved, we-, we definitely- A bigger, longer. I noticed it was longer and beauteous and
1: down the street, but I noticed it. I'm like, oh gosh, that was right before this started too. So looking forward to kind of hearing from you, Danielle, about how things have shifted for your business, both obviously in Bellworks, but also in general. Um Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today. It's, you know, so, you know, one of the things that Marissa and I talk about all the time, I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask you if you've ever heard us interview before, but one of the things that we always talk about when we have these conversations, both through the How It Works series at Bellworks, which we've done several of now, and also on our podcast, The Dream Catchers, we love to talk period. But we love to talk uh, to others who work in some inspiring way. Either they are helping others to dream big. They themselves are dreaming big. Uh, That's just something that as Marissa and I like to say, turns our lights on. We think that your stories and people like you and the stories that you tell to others helps turn their lights on something you might say or be doing currently could just be like to another small business owner or somebody else could just be like, you know what, I should be doing that, or that's super inspiring, and so thank you for being here today to what we call Lead with Light, and talk to others about how you do that. So to get started, we obviously sent you some questions to talk about, but wanted to start our conversation with our favorite question, which is, what did you want to be when you grew up? So obviously we have two fitness pioneer business owners here. We have two dream big retailer helping other companies dream big um, and have an area in your shop. So I guess, you know, consider you fashion retailers. We'd love to hear what it is that you wanted to be when you grew up. And it's always interesting to see how that either is similar or different than when you actually are doing now. So I, we don't have to go in order at this point, but do you guys just want to, for the sake of ease on the Zoom, I guess we can go on the same order that we just did. So if Christy and Sal want to start us off, what did you want to be when you grew up?
4: I always wanted to be a teacher, and I actually did that until right before we opened. So I taught on and off from special ed to third through fifth, and then I was a pre, uh, pre-K teacher. And then when we opened our second location here, I became- So do you want to come over to my house and just like
1: socially distant teach my four-year-old before I
4: kill him and or, okay.
1: A just lot of phone calls.
4: <laughs> now I know who to call and I can't deal with him anymore. You're going to have to Zoom my, my child. 100%.
2: <laughs>
4: so I taught up until right before we launched our second location here. And I do um, all the event planning here and help manage uh, this store as well. Love it.
3: So what about you, Sal? For me, it's in stages, like from zero to like 10, 12. I wanted to build houses and be in construction. And then after like around 13 to 19, 20, I wanted to be a firefighter. I actually took the test and was uh, going to join the academy. I was uh, three days away from going into the academy. And when my, my cousin talked me out of it, I actually went to law school in the middle of that for one year, which mm-hmm. is funny debacle <laughs> uh, so my cousin talked me out of being a firefighter uh and i went to wall street i was a a, a trader and a broker for, for almost my entire life um and uh, right around nine, uh, nine right before 9 11 happened i opened up a, a trading firm with my partner who's been my partner ever since 21 years old uh he's still my partner we're still partners in this business uh, right before 9/11, we opened up a trading firm and a, a technology company, um, which we ended up selling in 2008, right during the Great Upheaval. Uh, after 9/11 happened, I tried to become a firefighter again and join, but I was I was too old by six months. Uh, and then I we went into, uh, I became went into the financial technology business and wound up selling my business. I like to say between Bear Stearns and Lehman Brothers going out of business.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: I've been doing, I was that uh, until I left that in 2018 to start the gathering shops.
0: So Sal, you're saying you've started a business right before 9-11, started a business right before this pandemic. So you, you just like to start businesses. business. Money, money, or, so I don't right. want to open a business when you start.
3: Right. <laughs> Anybody want to go into business with me?
1: <laughs> and, and, oh, and then
0: what did you say? You closed one in 2008 too? I sold
3: it. I sold it. Oh, oh, well, that's good. That's good. My, okay. We're in the great uh, upheaval. Uh, and and little, little, little
0: did you think when you were wanting to build houses that you would be uh, someone uh, retailing, well, I see all sorts of fun things back there. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't necessarily put that on your bio, would you?
3: No, no. Look, I know nothing about retail. I I'm not I'm not. I I don't deny it. I don't know anything about the fashion business. Christy buys my clothes for me. My <laughs> my daughter makes sure I I I can go out dressed looking normal. I
2: constantly. Mm-hmm. So
1: tell us, tell us fast before we move on to Chrissy and Danielle, typically our next question is what do you do now? So obviously now you opened the gathering shops, which you just recently opened. Why I love the name, way? by the way, Name, love the name. Love so it. why this venture, by the way, I sit next to a window. It looks like I have like a spotlight on me. So I just continuously close my shade. So forgive me. Um, so tell me why this, like what, what made you decide to get into this? Where did you get the idea?
3: I raised money I raised money for a a brand which is like right over there you just can't see them and um I, we got them I have a really good advisory board and with my advisory board I got that brand into Bloomingdale's Nordstrom's Lids Tilly's and uh, at every at every level there was just so many different roadblocks and so difficult and the brand just ran out of money um, mm-hmm. One day, I was just, you know, I I just talked to one of my advisors, my, my one of my board of advisors, and I and I basically said, look, how does a, how does a brand at a trade show, and I'm looking at these hundreds of brands. How can these brands make it? It's just there's so many roadblocks. It's just so expensive, and I just came up with a, a like a, a shared economy where we share, you know, just about we try to share everything, marketing. Um, I share, you know, we share the space. We share everything where it's, it creates an economy of scale. So a brand doesn't have to really come up with a lot of money because I, we aggregate all the brands together and collectively we're a stronger group together. And that's the way it works.
0: I, I, I love it. it. I, 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 I couldn't, I, I love that. Like I get chills thinking about it. It reminds me back in the day, obviously, you know, in retail, in the world in which we used to live, you would have like a, a pop-up within a store, which pop-ups are obviously very important now, but luxury, um, I think they might've been the first conceptual, the <laughs> conceptual to do that, where they would have a, a store within a retailer, but they're actually just sharing that market space, yep. um, like a Dior shop inside Bloomingdale's, et cetera. Um, but it also, I think what your premise reminds me of back when I was a kid and my, we'd go like antiquing, and you go inside one of those big antique stores and it's really mm-hmm. just a shop, a shop, a shop, a shop, a shop, a shop. Um, and there's something really charming about
1: that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and very, and very, uh, I think on trend, you know, obviously a couple yeah. of these exist in Manhattan, but to have that in the suburbs, which I know is really what Paula and Brooke and her team at Bellworks was going for in general yeah. is to make Bellworks feel we all have this city. This is why we live where we live. This is why we choose to live by the ocean. We have this vibe about all of us that lives down here. And I think it's such an important reminder of how all that Bellworks space is, has been created to fulfill that vibe. And to have something like the gathering shops in Bellworks is just so appropriate. It's so, it's so correct. Mm-hmm. It's so correct.
0: Congratulations.
3: We're only, here for, we're only here for less, you know, less than a month. And we, we really have, uh, Great support. People came out. They love it
1: because there's
0: not I, I, anything I, else I, like it. I I can't wait to get in there. It totally means, agree. It, re, it reminds me of. It's funny. The first time I ever came to Bell Works, and I I wonder um, if you all can feel the same. It reminded me, having been a city girl for a long time, it felt like Chelsea Market,
2: <laughs>
0: right? And then I mm-hmm. think actually one of our friends said, "Is this Chelsea Market? Is it the airport?" Like, you know, there's like a feeling like you're not sure how to place yeah. it. Now that I, in the development of the last year or so, it feels like its own spot, where now you would say, this reminds me of Bellworks, yeah. thanks to Paula and, and Brooke's um, vision. Um, but you know, that feeling, <laughs> exactly, Paola's saying that having a place like Gathering Shops has been her dream for so long. Totally. It, it, really, it really ties it all together. But the point is when you're walking down the street or the block like that, and it feels that connectivity and you see all that action. It's really neat. It really is. Mm-hmm. And that actually is a very good segue. I'm going to come back to you for a minute. But to Danielle and Chrissy, who originally, and, and we need to backfill some of your, your what you wanted to be when you grew up and all that stuff in a minute. But what I love about it being a block is I look at the two of you and just being in town for the last four years, hearing you say that you've been in business Think you said 11 Chrissy and Danielle I knew I knew you back in Hoboken I remember Renaissance when I lived there I mean you guys are OG fitness boutique owners um mm-hmm. I think that the whole the whole world kind of followed suit owning uh boutique gyms probably the tipping point after you all got started um I think when I first graduated college and worked in the city you didn't really have anywhere to go other than a big gym. There was kickboxing was really hot and yoga. And that was it. And you did a lot of running and a lot of eating of pizza and it still worked okay. And somehow mm-hmm. or another it stopped working. Anyway, point is is I think it's really a tremendous um storyline for Bellworks to have a block with two places to go that are health and wellness and that is collaborative. And just like it is in a regular town or city, you know, and I, I love that. So tell Chrissy, I'm looking at you. So I'd like to know and having and knowing that uh, the bar method is, is it's a, it's a, you own two of them. So they're, what is it? Franchise? Yes. Okay. So usually when you buy a franchise, it means you had a story before that moment. So tell us a little bit about your original story, starting with what you want it to be when you grow up. Well,
5: not business related, but I always wanted to be a mom. I mean, if I had to, if I had to say that's what I, what I always just, my ultimate goal in my life. You're, was, listening, you're just saying it
0: for them. <laughs> no, what? they're not, they're gone. They're gone, <laughs> how okay. How do you feel about that right now
1: though? Right, like in this moment.
2: In this moment.
1: How are you feeling about it?
2: <laughs> oh, I don't know. Right, um, jury's out, jury's out. Yeah, but that is,
5: I mean, in addition to that, um, I think I always knew I needed to work for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just the way I am, um, and I wanted to own my own dance studio. I was a dance major in college. I thought I told I sold my parents on allowing me to major in dance. Mm-hmm. Say, well, look, I'm going to make a business out of it. I'll, uh, you know, I'll own my own dance studio. By the way, good
1: for you. I only got to a minor in dance, and now I work for my dad so somehow I don't know where I went wrong but maybe had I majored in dance I would have actually gone there but good for you thank you (laughs) Um, yeah my dance career
5: was you know I danced professionally for a very short period of time but um I met my husband early at right after college and looked for something that I could do to be um a mom and have flexibility in my work. So Mm -hmm. I went and got my skincare license. I was an esthetician for many years. And one of my clients introduced me. She knew I was a fitness, you know, fanatic and always trying to help her, you know, bounce back after she had her own kids and things like that. And she moved to Short Hills from this area and the first Bar Method studio opened in Short Hill uh, Summit.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
5: about 14 years ago, and she knew the way I like to work out. She knew what I did for my fitness routine, and she said, "I think you're gonna love this kind of workout. It's right up your alley." She knew I was a dancer, so it it brought like some elements of dance into you know um, fitness, mm-hmm. and a lot of concepts that I loved about you know the workout just impressed me immediately. So I started taking, I started going there a few days a week, I would drive to Summit and take class. And I had an infant and a two year old at the time. And I drive there at like five o'clock in the morning to be home before my husband had to go to work, just so I can get my workout in. And I became like obsessed with it. And people were like, you're driving like an hour away to work out. So hence what, what I said to my husband at the time was, we don't have anything like this in Monmouth County. I know what it's doing for me. I fell in love with it so quickly. And I was like, I need to bring this to this area, have other people, you know, introduce other people to this workout. Cause I think I knew in my head that
0: other people would fall in love with it just as much as I did. So I mean, I'm just picturing the hour drive at 5 (laughs) a.m. Sorry, that's that's like the only place I think I heard that, and then like I I stopped for a minute. Um, But I love that. I mean, that just shows passion, dedication, and also honors that you know see a need, fill a need, right? Mm -hmm. So, and and the truth is, is your customers um, are loyal customers. Right. Um, people that love bar love bar. Correct. Like, yes. They, like they bleed it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I. And now, where is the other location? I just want to make sure we mention it. In Shrewsbury. Okay. On Patterson Avenue. Yep. Oh, got it. So I think it was. I think that was near. um, Where my speaking of dance, my daughter's dance studio was. I think in there, and then dance they midst? moved. Was that yes. Yeah, I'm right. That that was that's the, kind uh, of the woman. Yeah, my daughter's a mixed girl. Yeah, um, and, uh, but I am not the dancer. Jamie was the dancer. I have two left feet. <laughs> <And that's laughs>
5: so the fine. owner of Dance Mix was my instructor for many years, Jolene. Oh, that yeah. She opened up her studio in that complex.
0: No kidding. Yeah. I didn't know that. I just
1: talked yeah. to her before. That's funny. Yes, I really enjoy Bar Method. I've actually been to the Shrewsbury location many times. Um, I and am, do you? Yeah, at the very beginning when I moved here. And... Admittedly, there's no real reason that it's stuff. You know, like I just got into something new. And uh, same with Renaissance. I went there a bunch and it just depends on my swing. But I've been to Bar Method a bunch and obviously would kill to go there right now. Like, let's all get yes. up and go to Bar Method. Um, because I love that kind of workout we had in Hoboken, obviously Danielle, I'm sure knows them, uh, local bar, mm-hmm. which was an awesome local, their only Hoboken small business that I was, uh, friendly with the owner and I love to support. And I really missed bar when I first moved here. I still do, uh, you know, but I ended up at, I, I go to Poe most of the time. It's the, literally around the corner from my house and they have a similar concept called Firebeat. Um, but I hate the heat. And I always joke with Liz, the owner at Poe, who's a friend of mine. And I'm like, if I could just do bar without your heat. And she's like, you could. And I'm like, fair. All right, fine. Um, so, but anyway, I love that workout and good for you for taking that dream of wanting to be a dancer, dance teacher and dance major and actually get to where you are now. So that's actually not very different. A little bit more in line and say, Sal o- opening his store from being a, Firefighter slash trader slash. Not a lawyer. Not a lawyer slash not con- in construction. Uh,
6: Danielle,
1: so. What did you want to be when you grow up?
6: Well, if I can put my mindset into my now 10 year old's headset mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and think back to that time, I wanted to be a flight attendant,
2: mm-hmm.
6: ambulance driver, and a baby doctor. <laughs> 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 a baby doctor no but now that now that you asked the question and i'm thinking about why i wanted to be those things it kind of resonates to what i am now and i guess mm-hmm. it's because i just help people i always wanted to be a servant of some in a good way in a positive way um, some sort um which is why i became a a fitness leader and teacher and and now kind of morphing into the wellness end of things as we all kind of look to enhance our longevity and the way we feel every day and um how we live how we live our life well i guess i i I have
0: to say i know that you have good genes because in one of the few classes I took at Renaissance when I moved here, I was in a class with your very um, handsome, <laughs> fun father. Um, <laughs> 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 that is true, and I can say that because when daughters, oh my God, and daughters that, we can bond about it because that's the oh. way my father is too. And he was right behind me, and he was. <laughs> so anyway um but I, I I I think about you opening up that business so, so where how did you fall in love with Pilates
6: well um similar um to Sal's story I actually was um at a college I, w- I became I worked for my father um who, who was trading crude oil at the time Uh, at the mercantile exchange. And so I was his clerk on on the the floor in the exchange. Um, And I was a minority (laughs) in terms of women. And really, uh, I say, I always say this now when people say, why did you do what you did and open your business? I said, well, I I kind of, I I grew a set of balls uh, on the (laughs) trading floor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, and then I, uh, my my father and some partners opened up a day trading firm called Tradescape, and I became a day trader. And um, at that time, making a lot of money and being so young, you know, uh, well, a lot of money for me at the time. Um, Doing it at, at, in downstairs in the World Trade Center, at Banana Republic every day. Um, not saving it, <laughs> um, 9-11 hit. And then I had to reassess my life. And um, at the time I was practicing Pilates and loved it. And, and not a lot of people knew about it at that time in the early, you know, 99, 98, 99, 2000. Um, but I taught myself the method and I bought myself a machine. I'm a reformer. And I just didn't know where it was going to bring me, although I just loved how it made me feel. And then after, you know, all that happened, I, I, I was living in Hoboken at the time. And I said, listen, no one is here doing this and I'm going to be the first one and I'm going to I'm going to do it full throttle ahead. And um, if I have to explain to people what it is, you know, it, it, verbally on the street, which is how I did it, I'm going to open up my business. So that's that's kind of how it, it morphed into the love of my life of what I do now. I love
0: it. I love that too. And, and Paula's Pala, writing on the side here, um, you know, super important, the future of retail is self-care and wellness. And that's without question. I think, I think we can all agree, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about, um, or a lot of it, uh, about what you guys are doing and transitioning and, and preparing for uh, us going back to a new normal. Um, I do think that the focus of everyone is going to be different. Uh, I don't think you can stay home for 10 weeks, and uh, I mean, we're still going, right? So I don't think we can stay home for this long and not come out with a different perspective. Um, Even if we acquiesce into some sort of normal that we recognize, I don't think any of us will really truly ever be the people we were prior because we will, you know, listen, I've been at home at my dinner table every single day for the last 10 weeks with my children. And when I'm normally in the city, which is why you don't see me as often at a renaissance or a bar method, I don't have time to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that, you know, wellness, which is something that's very important to me, uh, has actually been redefined in this moment where it's not about your clothes fitting. It's about your mind being okay. Oh, it's about your clothes fitting. Yeah. They feel a little tight today. Your mind, your mind. Yes. It's Uh, about um, But in all fairness, the workouts that I'm doing are not for that reason. It's because I'm trying to keep my brain sane. So speaking of sanity, I'd like to ask each of you a little bit about what you needed to do to respond to your audience. Um, I know how incredible it was to see small business pivot and so quickly. I've said this before. There's nothing like that. Nothing like um, seeing people rise up to an occasion that tur- it literally turns me on because Same. I'm
1: inspired also- by other people reacting to the demand of their customer base. Agree. And also, and maybe reinventing. You know, I know when you guys first came on the call, Christy and Sal, at the beginning, I said, what are you doing there? And you said, we had some online orders to fulfill. So like, there you are. I'd love to hear from you on doing that. And obviously Bar Method, I know, has an online presence as I've taken that class before. And would love to hear from each of you what you are doing now, how it shifted for you, what the response has been. And then maybe a little bit either um, right with that or we can go into it how you think this is going to change the future of your business um, and the future of retail as a whole I mean and or wellness obviously your business is being kind of retail slash wellness companies so we'd love to hear from you guys first Christy and Sal just Christy you can offer a class at 5 a.m. now without having to drive to Summit yeah that's true that is true so if you don't mind gathering shops would love to know what is it that you're doing now that's different um, that you weren't doing before,
4: or what are you doing that's the same, or how have you shifted? Okay, I'll do it. Um, I would say fusing my, I have my own business separate from this, which is all meditation and wellness and, and Reiki, and so it really fuses well with our designers, because the stories were always so important, and each location, although we only have two, we had plans actually for the end of 2020 to also be in two other states, each location we wanted to do as much local talent as possible. And the mm-hmm. stories were always important. You know, we were getting up the QR codes, So, and, and creating each section where you're walking into that person's life and really hearing about their stories. And we started a podcast channel and a YouTube channel and you know, it was just fast and furious, which was great the last year and a half, but we were so busy with getting ready and setting up e-commerce and setting up the stores within itself that we kept delaying interviewing and doing this so we launched the podcast um we're hearing these stories that are just so unbelievable uh, today that-
3: yeah today we had andy hill figure today do his podcast and no it- way yes yeah. Yeah, so- he's 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 one of the brands that we're bringing in uh now
2: um,
4: and you, would, you would never even know his story about how many siblings and and really what got him into he wanted to emulate like two of his brothers one was a musician one was a one was a wrestler, the other one was a designer, and he was actually, his band was scheduled literally, I think the week we closed yeah. to perform here. But just from the 50-year-old that didn't want to travel into the city anymore, to the ex-MLB player, to two sisters from Miami, and to just, even though we we know it, because we know each designer, it's just to have that interview with them and that intimacy, and then actually reach out to them again to say, like, you're saying, where did we change? like one of the questions, was, well, what was your word? Like our word was growth. And now it's a pivot. It's a pivot of realizing what you said. It goes back to mental hygiene. It goes back to mentally caring for yourself as well. And really digging into how is retail changing and retail is going to change because they want it to be an experience. They want it to be. What is your story behind that shirt? There's so many t-shirts out there, but when you hear about the grind and the grit and the, and, And the shifting and the pivoting of these people's stories—it's just—it's so amazing. And you start to wear and shot with purpose, Mm -hmm. and that we wanted from the beginning. But not that it got lost in the shuffle. Just things happen, and to really plug back into that of our 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 logo itself, our name of really gathering that energy and that talent and creation. And I mean, it it gives me goosebumps. Has just been so great to see people rise up and even just on the emails and we're doing Zoom calls and to just see the inspiration of, of the amazing art that's out there and the creative out there and to really join that together has been really magical.
3: Yeah, we're in a, we're in a unique position right now because we're not just a boutique where we go out there and buy the clothing, we're not. We're not. So everyone here is an individual brand with an individual website they're focusing, they're having a hard time right now delivering goods, getting their goods. So what we're trying to do is is help them do the, the things that they can't do right now. Mm-hmm. So we're doing marketing for them. We started a co-marketing program that's that's launching where we aggregate all the people together and we, we go out there and we buy keywords for them. We hired uh, a, a digital marketing firm. So the little things that we're doing are the things that they not may not be able to do right now where they're you know they're stuck with inventory or they don't have inventory. A lot of these brands they they bought and produced stuff for the spring and the and the summertime and it's it's over. So what we're telling them that you know we'll take their stuff, we'll take their spring and their summer and sell it where other 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 stores are not able to do that. So there's a lot of different things we're doing.
1: And well
0: there's something to be said for that. We talked about this on our podcast the other day about Retail. So usually, obviously in the, in the world of retail, Sal, so I'll give you a quick lesson. Um, <laughs> I f- you figured this out by now, but uh, usually you're a season ahead, right? So for max like me, uh, because I worked in fashion for so long, you know, I would buy current. I wouldn't buy ahead.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause I, I just, I, I wear fashion as I need it. That's always been how I've, I've been. Um, and I think right now the hope or the, the silver lining for some of those seasons that were lost is hopefully they can be sold in the current season. And all that will really be lost is that in between where, you know, maybe they would have had pre-fall out or they would have been doing fall or back to school in June and July, which is nuts, but it's true. Um, although hopefully we can go back to school. <laughs> Just, let's not talk about that. Um, but, you know, I think, I think that, having the ability or having a partner like you all seeing the light and being able to offer another Avenue is so, so incredibly special. So walk me through this for dream catchers and choice fashion and media audience um, who are also streaming today. In addition to the Bellworks audience and the local fanfare here, if I go to the gathering Shots website and I want to buy something from one of your brands, am I buying it through, one of your brands are you directing me to directing traffic to them directly
3: no we do we do a couple of different things most of our stuff we have a hundred we started out with 18 brands we opened up our store with 18 brands in november of 2018 we have over 120 brands now on our platform um most of the every single one of those brands is a drop ship so even if we have it in the store if you buy something online most of the stuff goes directly to, you know, we connect electronically on our back end to the brand and the brand gets the order and the brand sends it out. There Got are a bunch of brands though that um, really can't handle the dropship because we do have a lot of emerging brands. So they mm-hmm. don't have the technology. They don't have the capacity to do it. So we'll, we act like a 3PL for them. We tell them, yep. give me your stuff and we'll you know we get send if we get you. if we get an online order on the gallon shops e-commerce we'll send it for you and if you get an, an order that you need fulfilled just send us the, the packing slip and we'll fulfill it for you also so we're kind of helping them out on, on a lot of different ways but most of our brands are on a drop ship where they get the tech they'll, they'll get the order directly and send it out directly to the customer very cool
1: i love it i love that all right. So Chrissy, you're up. I would love to hear from you a little bit. How is it shifting? What are you doing? How are you servicing your customer right now? Yeah. And well, you're me-
0: your membership, right, Chrissy? Um, I'm anything.
5: Oh, you're anything. Mostly, okay. mostly membership, but people can come in and take one class. People can buy a class pack. People can do monthly memberships. So we offer, you know, whatever people, you know, are. Yeah. <laughs> Some people want to do bar method five, six, seven days a week. Some people want to incorporate it with their Pilates routine or playing tennis or dancing or, you know, a million other things. So we know that. So we we have a lot of flexible um, uh, offerings for our clients, depending on how often they want to come in. But um, the bar method specifically is a very um, form-focused um Type of exercise mm-hmm. where are straight with Danielle and
0: Chrissy looking, mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> where our instructors are just we're, we're we're trained to do a lot of hands on, a lot of verbal corrections, um, a lot of just just that that connection that we that we have with our students and mm-hmm. that one connection that we build with our students is so it's what we built our method on and why it's so effective. And um, all of a sudden overnight, we had to turn ourselves into a virtual experience. No hands-on, no, you know, adjusting. Um, We use ballet bars that are anchored to a wall, like for you to pull on and, you know, certain heights and equipment in our studio that like helps with props and poses and flexibility. And now we had to shift so many things to make um, an effective at home workout um, for people to be able to use a chair or a counter or a dresser um, use pillows for, you know, support. We we had to get very creative and innovative and stick to our brand and our, our um, how effective our workout is, but allow let people know that they could still do it wherever they are, whether it's at their (laughs) home, office or outside. you. We've tailored our workouts so that people can get a really amazing workout from home. And um, we're doing like Facebook Live and Instagram Live. I didn't go with the Zoom platform. I didn't think it was going to last this long. So I just kept saying, oh, I'm not going to I'm not going to do Zoom. I think I'm fine with Facebook and Instagram, so I didn't go that route. But um, people could do weekly membership. Like people could sign up for a week. People could sign up for two weeks. People could sign up for a month. Um, And even when we do get to reopen our doors, we will. (laughs) (laughs) There is one of them. (laughs) We saw you. Even when we do get to open our doors, we will um, continue with the online platform, and we will make that available daily for people that um,
1: just aren't able to come into the studio. I love, I love that because one of the things, you know, as a consumer and a fitness person myself and loves to work out, and I think it's such an awesome thing to watch all of these local, national, you know, boutique, everything in between brands essentially rip that band off together. It was like, you know what, this was the future of fitness, regardless of whether or not we wanted it to be um, with things like Peloton and all of these other at-home workout options. It was obvious that, you know, it was going to be a next step for a lot of you. And now I think we all had to make that decision you know, right away. And it, you were not really given much of an option of what platform to use. You were like, let's just go live. You know, we need to go live on Facebook, on Instagram, on get to our customers. And I loved watching that as, a, as an outsider looking in. It was awesome to see like every studio, every brand was just trying as much as they could to offer whatever they could. So thank you on behalf of everyone out there, but also I'm sure this would it likely gave you a lot to think about, about if you're going to continue to go live, what will it look like? How do you charge? What the future of, you know, your business will look like, but it sounds like what you just said. I, I love that, that you will continue to go live because yeah, I would, I would hope it would be another revenue stream. Why should, why should you turn that it off? Should. Yeah. And I most if, of if, is, if
0: you have a sick kid at home and you can't make your 6 30 AM, well, guess what? Now you can.
1: And I think for a lot of us, we were like doing a variety of that. You know, like I would just like stand on the side and like do a little squat. I'm like, I think I should be doing this right now. But now to have like somebody telling me what to do and with guidance, I think, I mean, that's a no brainer to me. I'm just happy to watch all these brands starting to do it. So it's a real joy to watch. And I'm sure Danielle can probably speak to that as well. Danielle, Danielle what are didn't, I didn't think about that. I'm sorry to interrupt Jamie,
0: but you know what? It's funny. I've thought about this a thousand ways. And yet it didn't enter my mind thinking about you, Chrissy, with bars. Like, that's your thing. Like, people mm-hmm. don't have bars in their house. Yeah. And, like, Danielle, obviously, like, I take Pilates, and I, I do like Pilates. I I, lo- I'm a, I I like Pilates on a megaformer. Um, and to not have the machine, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, mat class, I never really, me personally in life before now, I would opt to take reformer or a mega former before I would take a math class, but yet your brain, our brain has been reprogrammed a little bit where you find satisfaction, you find connection to this new way of doing things because it's offered to you. And you know what, if you're seeing, one of the things I think is really beautiful, and I see all of your email marketing because I get your emails, um, you know, you think about it, like for sure, I have a Peloton and I use it. I use it way more than I ever have right now, okay? honest. I'm on it all the time. But if you think about having a community, like Chrissy has a community, Danielle has a community. If I got to see you from home in the morning or whenever it worked for me, that's special too. Like it's Mm -hmm. almost really, it's a true definition of micro influencing where like, if I'm subscribing and I know you're turning on for me, I want to show up for you. Mm -hmm. Danielle, how did it, how did it How did the transition work for you? I mean I know you offer a lot of different classes at your studio
6: what, how How is it going and what how, what what did you do first? Well, um, luckily, I have an amazing team, so the first thing I did was reach out to my team um, and uh, you know we brainstormed on how are we going to do this how how are we going to change what we know and what our clients know and continue to offer what it is that we're so known for um, that people love to do every day without sacrificing um, the, the technique and the concept Um, And there is definitely, like Chrissy is saying, there's definitely a transition. You know, we, not only do we teach on apparatus, but we teach with a lot of props. We're like a circus at Renaissance. If you're not using a a 65 inch or 55 inch stability ball, you're using um, kettlebells in a safe way or, or bands, you know? So um, we created the schedule that was, was going to go virtual to suit everyone. And we gave recommendations on where you can get small props for, Affordable prices um, and um, you know we we just we made it work somehow um, but um, in my mind it's, it's always been okay so this is a this is a temporary solution we will not be home forever this is something that we're gonna make work now because we have to and then if it works we will keep on and we will continue to thrive in that sense to the community that wants to stay virtual and um, then be able to go back to work in, in you know, um, the way we, we once knew it. Because this, this virus eventually will go away and may it come back, yes, but it's not always going to be here where we always have to be tiptoeing around how we teach or how we sell a piece of you know, clothing or whatever it is. So um, we will be back to that normal, but the transition on getting, um, keeping the, the clients happy um, in the interim is most important. And and like you were saying, I feel like it, it, it's working with people because it's convenient, it's home. We're giving it, we're giving our best what we, with what we can do with the Zoom and the voice and the music and all that. Mm-hmm. i very grateful. And I, I feel that, that, They're they're inspired, but as teachers, and I'm sure Chrissy could uh, would agree with this, we are inspired. We are inspired by by our own students. We get up and we we have to set up our room, and we have to kick our dogs and kids out of the you know when the alarms going off, and (laughs) it's not a very um, it's a stressful environment, but we make it work, and then we it into our clients who are there for us and there for them and they inspire yep. us just much as we inspire them so the virtual obviously is the way to go um, you know if we could if we could reach out to more people virtually and continue the brick and mortar that would be the perfect marriage and that's what and I, I hope gonna- that I hope that's the case I mean listen what retail has econ
2: right mm-hmm.
0: you know what I think is funny so Christy my this is a funny story I segue. My senior year of marketing thesis was I had to do a recent marketing research project where I had to actually take the phone book out. We're we're all of a certain age here, so it's not like I'm, I'm dating myself talking about a <laughs> phone book, but I had to take out the phone book and I had a, each of us had like a segment of the phone book. I don't remember mm-hmm. what my letter was, but I had to call like 200 people and I had to ask them whether or not they their really- toilet was running. Yeah, no, not that one. Um, I had to ask them when I was done asking if their toilet was running, or if uh, if 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 anyway. But I had to ask them if they would put their credit card information on the internet and whether or not shopping on the internet was an actual thing that they would do. And I just want you to know that I majored in business, and my thesis from marketing research was that no one was ever going to shop on the internet. <laughs> So my point is, um, yeah, as I'm like literally shopping off Instagram every 20 minutes, um, my point is, is retail has gotten a virtual component,
1: right? Virtual component. It, it was only so, so much, so, so long that wellness would follow is yeah. what you're saying. And it doesn't yeah.
0: satisfy everything. I mean, at the end of the day, I want to be one-on-one. I want to be adjusted by my teacher. I want to go back to class. I want all those things, but mm-hmm. if we can accommodate the future, <laughs> The times where you can't, because as working parents, a lot of us can't do all the things. And as people that are not working parents, sometimes you just can't. Totally. be able to to take advantage in a way that may not feel as satisfying as being with you one-on-one, but still could be very rewarding. Like, I'd like to go to the gathering shops. I'd like to have a cocktail in there and shop around and support all those brands. But in the meantime, and or in addition to, I can look online and do all of the brands and see all the brands in that collective, um, so it's nice. I would like to ask a question, other than the obvious, but uh, you know what you mo- miss the most about being at Bellworks. But while you were at Bellworks, and then Christy and Sal, I know this is—you um, were only there for a hot second. But like, what was it about the experience there, or what was your favorite thing about being there, and/or what do you miss the most?
3: I'll let Chris answer that because she spent most of the time there when I was here it's a very big a very big part of what we do is the customer interaction and we use that interaction and we 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 let our brands know what what the people are saying about the brand, because that's, that's important. Price discovery, things of what, you know, the comments of whether or not, you know, who likes it? Is it 18 year old? Is it a 20 year old? Is it a 35 Mm -hmm. year old? Is it a 40 year old? I like that the most. And we were really doing well here with that. So that's what I miss. Mm -hmm.
4: I miss the interaction with everybody. Um, Just that everybody was so excited because they actually heard about us opening So they were excited. Um, I liked hearing where everybody else works in the building and and learning their stories and meeting everybody else that's retailers on the block was great. Um, I also liked, because with each location, we try to do a lot of local, this location actually has a ridiculous amount of very local people. Mm -hmm. So when they came in, whether it was just stopping by or spending a few hours to see the customers um, change, Mm change. Meeting the designer or meeting the artist is just—I'd love to just stand there and watch. I think it's—I just
3: think it's magical. I love it.
0: Where is your—where's your other store, by the way?
3: In the Garden State Plaza Mall. Oh,
0: or- no way! I didn't know that it was, was our a- mall. There we're Bergen the girls.
3: Mall. Yeah.
1: I, I tra- we Jamie and I traded Bergen County for Monmouth for a lot of obvious reasons. I spent a lot of time and money at Garden State Plaza in my day. That was, we were Bergen girls, and we ended up just, yeah, trading up for the ocean versus the uh, Route 17 traffic. Pretty much in Bergen, your whole life is just going to the mall.
3: Well, that's where we are. That's, yeah. That was our flagship.
1: Oh, no way. Yeah, that's so funny. I I got I have so many friends in Bergen. I got to send them your way when you reopen up there. Um, Well, I'd love to hear, you know, from the rest of you also about what you missed from Bellworks. But I'd also like to spend time if each of you could tell us a little bit just quickly of, you know, if you have any words of wisdom for other business owners, you know, obviously, so many people out there listening who maybe are inspired by what you're doing that maybe aren't in Um, a capacity like you guys are with the gathering shops where you have so many options and so many brands and people to help and lots of ideas or Chrissy and Danielle who are in the fitness space who are able to provide their service online you know obviously we all feel so terrible for like the restaurant industry and there's so many industries out there that are feeling I mean Marissa and I included in the staffing traditional staffing business where companies would hire us to fill their jobs I mean needless to say that's not really happening in the traditional senses anymore. So as business owners, as small business owners, um, if you have any other words of wisdom for people as well. So in addition to what you're missing about about Bellworks, we'd love to hear just some words of wisdom that you might have for others. So I don't know if Christy and Sal, you wanted to just wrap that question and if you have any words of wisdom for other small business owners right now and anything you're doing that's keeping you inspired
3: or or going. I I would say, don't don't be afraid to change. You know, Mm that's the thing. Um, we didn't expect to do all this stuff that we're doing right now. Um, you know, right before this happened, I think something like 18% of all sales were done online. That's going to significantly change now. That's going to change the way people shop. So what we're doing is we're, we're, we're helping people on the marketing side that are gearing towards know, the digital and the e-commerce, that wasn't really part of a big part of our plan because a lot of what we were doing was the brick and mortar, bringing brands to brick and mortar. But now I think we're kind of pivoting. So I would probably say from from my point of view, you can't be afraid to to change, um, pivot to things that are going to work.
4: Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like I did a 23 challenge, this Rise Up Challenge, and um, one, they said something about a crisis. You either, it's very... Tactile, it gets, you can either get stuck and fall backwards or move forward. And it just hit me. Like, are we going to stay where we are? Or are we either going to go backwards or move forward? <laughs> so you have to make a decision to kind of like turn this mess into a message. And mm-hmm. that's when, like a light bulb went off of really... Turn this mess into a message. Yeah. I love that. And that's just something that... I'm recording that. Really resonates with the brands and also with us, that we are the gathering shops. It's, we're really a hundred different small businesses yeah. trying to figure it out together because we have the hundred brands. So you also get, you know, what are they doing? What are their fears? What are their inspiration? So it's really a collaborative thing, but the message to the message is a big thing for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I love that, Christy or Danielle. You know a little bit about what you miss about Bell Works, but also any words of wisdom for some of your other tenant, fellow tenants, or other small businesses out there. Christy, if you want to go first, um,
5: I miss the building. I just miss the beautiful building, like just driving up to the building. Same. Yep. Yeah that that I miss. I miss the community that we started to build with the tenants there that started to become my clients and different. Tenants that worked at different companies now were like meeting at lunchtime at my studio to take class and like We're like just seeing the friendships that were starting to form there. I have that already in Shrewsbury I've built an and I'm I'm always continuing to build a community but I finally after a year felt like I really started to see a nice community In my studio and I and I, I miss all the people and I miss the building, you know, yeah, it's just and like teaching early morning and then looking out at the, the atrium and just the way that that sun shines in there
1: and just seeing- I'm like- sure this is making Paola's heart sing. Let's see if she's writing to us. I'm sure she is. Well, she, she loves all she of this. Wrote, she wrote a minute wrote, ago- Let's to get Mess on. Into a Message yeah. t-shirts made. <laughs> and then oh. she wrote, yeah, she tur- turned this mess into a message t-shirts. Um, being that Paola is so integral in the design of the building and what it feels like Um, I'm sure she loves hearing that feedback, but you're right. I mean that the way that sun shines in, I was never fortunate enough to be there that, or she said, I have watery eyes off. Um, you know, I was never fortunate enough to be there that early, but I was fortunate enough to be there that late and experience sunset at that time. And just the way that the building feels, I 1000% agree. Having come from Hoboken and Prior to that, the city, it was the, it's the first and only place and still is that I can go to down here that feels like that for me. So I couldn't agree with you more that it feels like that, I don't know, that like warm and fuzzy, beautiful way. Right. And I agree. I just built, miss the building itself and the people in it, of course. But do you have any other advice for some of your fellow retailers or um, just small businesses, things that you're doing to stay inspired? Yeah, uh, similar
5: to what Sal and uh, Christy were saying. Like, I do think, like in this situation, allow yourself like the grieving process. Mm-hmm. Like, allow yourself to to say this sucks. What we're all going through, we're all in a really like you know just right away saying, oh, it's okay. I'm going to figure it out. It's all going to be great. It's all gonna be. no, it's it's not great for a lot of us. And I think if you allow yourself to just feel that and mm-hmm. say okay this, I'm not having good days and I know how hard this is, but now how am I going to turn this neck, grieve, do that. And then I think that helped me to just say, okay, I can't be stuck in this place. Now I'm going to try and figure out how I'm going to move forward. What look to the future and what does that future look like for me? And how do I want, how do I, where do I see myself in uh, You know, a few months and and grow from there and, and, and be flexible and just try different things, you know? Just I think that's fun. great advice. I've heard that a couple
1: of the interviews we've had. We've been doing Facebook Lives with some other folks that inspire us. And so many of the messages have been similar in that allowing yourself to grieve or if you have a journal or whatever you're doing each day to get through the days to, you know, actually one of our guests, Sarah, a friend of ours, she does with her, even her kids, like a journal of You know, it's okay to talk about the things that we miss. In fact, it's healthy to grieve those things. um, But also kind of know and accept the fact that it's okay if our lives don't fit right back on top of one another, the way our life used to feel. You know, this is a new normal, not to feel cliche, but it's the truth. This is our new life that hopefully we'll go back to as close as it was prior. But if it doesn't, what are we going to do differently to turn our mess into a message or to allow ourselves to grieve? Because it's, it's so important because I, I just, I think it's, that that's really what's gotten me through has been able to think, okay, to, somebody asked me yesterday, I, I caught up with two of my high school girlfriends last night on house party, which by the way, I highly recommend it's a fun app. And we were on the phone for like three hours. And I said, I'm like, the very beginning, I, I probably said this like two or three times, feel free to steal it. Cause I think it's pretty good. I'm like, most days, I'm sorry, start over. I want it to be good. Okay. I was like, some days are terrible like awful like kill everyone divorce my husband like done okay some days are like I got this like this is easy I like being home and most days are somewhere in between um you know and it's okay to have those really great days where I'm like Pinterest mom like making schedules and like science projects and then other days where I'm like don't talk to mommy you know like get out of my face and then most days I'm in between and that's where I like to live it's just but the problem for me has always been, I like to live up here. That's just who I am. I'm outgoing. I'm extroverted. You know, I like to be positive. So to live in a world where I'm just constantly feeling squished, I finally was like, you know what? It's okay for me to feel this way some days, but most days I'm going to get up and I'm going to do something different with it. And you I'm know, going- I mean, that, that was well said. It is, it is a kind of, I don't know if it was well said, but it was- It was well said. We are being squished. Right. I just am funny. It's, We're all just being told to just shush. You know, and my sister actually it's it's interesting, Christy, because Paula knows that our vibe attracts our tribe. We're very like minded. it sounds like most of us on the call are very sim- cut from a similar claw. And one of the things Christy said earlier where she's, you know, has the side hustle of meditation and reiki and it's not shocking because that's kind of who marissa and i are as well outside of this so to hear that where you know marissa always says to me that me specifically but in general that people should live life at their highest vibration the goal in life is to live and to do something that gives you joy so much so that you are up here all the time and it's difficult to be up there right now and it's okay we got a question on Bell Works Facebook page. Okay, we're going to go back to that in a minute. So, Danielle, you don't, we're going to go back to the question, but Danielle, if you could tell us a little bit of what you missed the most about the building. Obviously, you were a newer tenant, but also any advice that you have for some of our listeners, any other new businesses or small businesses, um, sure. words of wisdom.
6: Well, first, um, I certainly miss the students <clears throat> and their presence and their energy. Sure. Um, and- very closely with my business partner and sister, Joel, um, who you know we we worked very hard to get this venture off the ground for for a year and a half now, uh, prior to you know opening. Um, but um, that's what I miss. But it will it will come back, as I said and, and believe uh, before. And I miss the I miss the laughter of the children,
1: mm-hmm.
6: um, story, and the moms coming in and oh, doing all their. Yeah. On the, I, I really. At, at first uh, when when we had our space, i didn't know if that was going to be um a little bit um difficult since, but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a distraction, I should say and it and it really isn't it it feeds the energy and it feeds mm-hmm. the walls in the building beautiful um and uh, I never thought I'd say this, but i i, I miss i think i miss for a, like a moment or two the the sound of the ping pong <laughs> 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 That's so funny.
2: All um, right, yes, yes. We don't know it's yet. funny, you know what, it's funny you say that I
1: will go because I think it's important to say, and I want Paula and all the other folks at Bellworks to hear me. So I'm a co-working member. I have a co-lab membership there. And I still end up sitting in the atrium because I just love the buzz of the office and the people. And, you know, my husband comes and sits with me there a lot now because he works from home. And it's funny people are like don't you pay like the collab membership to like be in an office i'm like yeah but like it's too quiet in there for me i need the, like the hustle and the bustle and even if i sit there with my you know my airpods in i just miss that the feeling of people ra- buzzing around me there's something about it so i i i can attest that i hear you with the ping pong noise and just the overall white noise of the, of the building for sure
6: i'm in um, the place the energy
1: The energy. I'm sorry. Did you
6: say what any advice that you had or for small businesses Mm -hmm. or any other words of wisdom? Um, Reinvent and, and inspire. That's really what comes to my mind. If you can't reinvent, then you must, maybe you're stuck and you need to find something else to do. Um, and reinvent that idea. But if, if you if you have something that you're working on or have had something that is a passion and a love of yours, and you've worked very hard at it, there's no reason why you can't reinvent what it already is and unfold um, mm-hmm. and and make it bigger. Um, and if not, then that's, I guess, the sign to look for something that will, will work for you. Um, but that's, yeah. That, that. I couldn't agree more and you know what it's it's
1: funny I could we could I could talk to you guys forever I love doing this so much Marissa and I literally find such joy in talking to other people and that love what they do and are feeling inspired and we could ask you like a bazillion more questions um but what we'll do is to start getting towards wrapping up because and to be mindful of everybody's time um and I don't know about you all but We are in Fairhaven and now at seven o'clock in Fairhaven on Thursday nights, they do a thank you to um, the frontline workers and everyone goes on their lawn and bangs their pots and pans. And then you're supposed to like play a certain song and tonight is living on a prayer so, My all-time Jamie, favorite song. Jamie ain't missing, living on a prayer. Um, it's only 6.10, so we, we're good, but I just wanted to be mindful of everybody's time. So wanted to, you know, kind of gearing up towards the end to, to, to jump around a little bit. Obviously, we talk a lot about action words and superpowers. So I would love to hear, I know Christy talked earlier about her action word right now for 2020 was growth. And now it's pivot, which I think, unfortunately, for all of us, most of our action words are pivot now. Um, So I'd rather probably spend time talking about your superpower. As people who are inspirational to Marissa and me, and hopefully to our listeners, we really believe the Dreamcatchers as a brand really believes and, and personally, we believe That everyone has something that they bring that other people don't bring. So whether it's you personally, or maybe it's your brand or what it is that you're trying to accomplish, um, would love to hear from you about, you know, what your superpower is. I'll tell you mine just to give you some, and Marissa can give you hers if she wants to give you some inspiration. That's put you on the spot. Although you did get these questions in advance. Um, I always say that I, which is what I was alluding to earlier is that I am sparkly I add sparkle to all the things around me. So I, I like to, in a group of people, be the joyful, happy, loud, boisterous one that kind of just sprinkles a little sprinkles a little glitter on a situation. Um, I tend to be the person in my group of friends that you know is the connector and the party planner, and I like to bring people together to bring people joy and sprinkle a little joy in people's lives, which. I'm having more trouble doing that now. Had you listened to my live a few weeks ago, I bawled while I was saying that, Um, but I'm getting a little bit, it's getting a little bit easier. Um, So that is my superpower. I don't know. Hopefully that inspires you to think of your own, but does anyone, you don't have to go in order. Does anyone feel the need to share what your superpower is? I believe everybody has one.
3: Invisibility. I'm (laughs) surprised that you guys could actually even see me right now.
1: (laughs) Have, yeah. My wants. husband and I always talk about that with our kids. Like, if you could have a an actual superpower, what would you want it to be?
4: That's what he would want. You weren't talking about that. <laughs>
3: oh,
4: my um, d- middle son, or my middle son, used to put on sunglasses. Yeah, and be- if he put them on, he thought you couldn't see them.
3: Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> just to fix the. Pro- I don't. I don't see anything as a problem that can't be overcome. That's really it. If there's something that's in the way. If you can't go through it, I'll figure out how to go around it. I, that would probably be my superpower.
4: I love that.
5: Christy, what about you? You have one? I would say um, it's my intuition. Mm-hmm. I think I just have a really, when my when I feel something in my gut, um, that's just what I go with. I lead with my heart. I lead with my gut. I think I I know how to feel people, like I connect with people. I just think that that's what's helped me with my business and, you know, no business plans, no statistics and numbers. I just do what I'm passionate about. And I think that that's
6: works for me. I love that. Danielle, you have a superpower? Um, well, I guess I could think of it as a superpower now. (laughs) I, I improv my life. Mm-hmm. I don't ever have a plan. I never have a script, um, not even when I teach a class. I never know what it's going to be. And um, if people can react to that and feel better and good and positive, then I guess that's somewhat of a of, of a power. <laughs> I don't know if it's a superpower. It super is. Power, but. No, it is definitely a superpower to be flexible and resilient. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm most comfortable being like that in my life without really um, having to abide by a certain rule. <laughs> Make it as you go and, and continue just working really hard while you're doing it. And, and, and the outcome will always, uh, will always be grand, I guess.
1: I love that. And, you know, it's as you probably saw in our questions, we are very much about what's your superpower? Do you have mantras? You know, and I think not that it's a moot this, in this climate, but I think um, in a way it's it's overused, I guess, right now. I think everybody's just trying to survive. And, you know, yes, we all have mantras. Marissa, you know, is, is famous for talking about how she says her mantras in the mornings every day, and there's certain things that get her through. And um, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I don't need them most days. And then other days I'm just trying to get through the day. But does anyone have a mantra that they live by right now that they wanted to share? Christy, you didn't say anything and you're a meditator. You have a mantra.
4: I do. I actually have these little postcards because I'm also a, a Lyme warrior. So I have chronic Lyme. So even if I don't consciously state them in the morning. They're in my laundry room or by my kitchen sink, which are probably the two places I'm in the most. You're spending the most time currently, correct? So even subconsciously I'm seeing it, but one of my favorites is, I always do what I am even for my clients and then have them fill it out. But the one that I look at the most is I am healthy, I am strong, I am immune. So that kind of ties to, um, or I say I am healthy, I am happy, I am whole.
1: We're beautiful, I like those. I like those. Those are very inspirational. Hopefully, somebody can take something from that today. Um, so, I guess as a digression, fast and something that we can just kind of wrap with, we've been very, you know, as I said at the beginning of this, we'd love to shine light on other businesses that we think are doing something awesome right now. I think so many of us, obviously, as small business owners, We love to support local and shop local and support other small businesses that are doing something really well. Would love to kind of spend time if anybody has any other local business that you feel inspired by right now or that you think is doing something awesome, whether it's a restaurant you've been ordering from or just anywhere else in the Monmouth County area that you wanted to shine light on. Is there anybody that you wanted to shout
3: out? I I would probably say Chris's other business. (laughs) She, oh, that sounds nice and sportive. Like people who know her understand what I'm saying, but you have no idea how many people she helps um, mm. really on a weekly basis. I mean, really helps. Um, so and I keep telling her, somehow if we could monetize that, <laughs> I would have never opened up the <laughs> gathering shop.: Yeah,
1: we get it. We have a lot of side hustles and talents in this family.: By the way, Sal, what do you think I'm doing over here? Yeah, We're sitting here right now trying to monetize left and right. <laughs> we get
4: it. We understand. And so what is the name of your business, Christy?
1: Just to shout it out there.
4: Uh, hope Happens Healing. I love that. Okay, great.
1: I like that support. Oh, that was sweet. Did you make him say that? You're like, it's still Mother's Day week. Like, come on. <laughs> um, Christy, what about you? Anything right now that you're feeling really into?
5: Well, I mean, yes. I have, um, I have... A couple. Well, the first is semolina. Um mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to pick up my food in about ten minutes, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll wrap we'll really wrap so sure, that you can go get your pasta. Um, but yeah, they're definitely um supporting them. My husband um has Italian ice and ice cream store, the lighthouse. Um what? Yeah. So, and you know what? Throughout this whole
0: thing, it's
1: you didn't know that they're like a power couple. One's lighthouse, one's bar method. Well, I mean, on.
0: obviously, I didn't prep a hundred percent before. I was too busy trying to figure out how to make my hair look normal. <laughs> and you know, no we like lighthouse. Thank you, thank
5: you. And he he's he's been you know really good to like Riverview and donating so much um, stuff to the healthcare workers over there and um, just to the schools. He, he should he's always supportive of our schools and locally and just always giving. And, you know, it's been tough, um, with what's been going on. So, um, people it's outside. You want to just get a nice little Italian ice and put a smile on your face. I actually saw some of the locations are operating almost like, like business as usual. Can you get a serving now or is it still by the pint? You can get a serving. You can, you know, they're doing social distancing. They have the
1: plexiglass. They're staying very safe. And um, I just want you to know, I just have to say this with shameless plug for for Lighthouse, which is obviously a fan fave for like every Monmouth County kid and adult. Um, We, the pint thing was like a whole issue in my house. So I have a chocolate kid and I have a cherry kid, right? So I was like, and I like both together. That's just, you know, So we ended up, and then my husband wanted to try the cappuccino ice. So we ended up with, like, three huge containers. We didn't even get the pint. I don't even know what we got. Huge containers, all three. Then we did, like, taste tests. Then we were making my one, the Cherry Kid, you know, get into chocolate. We're like, come on, chocolate, Italian ice is the best. And we just finished off. We literally just finished our pint. So we were like, we have to go to Lighthouse. It's on the list. Wait, I,
5: I want to go back like, 30 <laughs> seconds. was in <laughs> Belford and one in Red Bank. And there's also one in – um
0: long branch uh, that's one i know the most i'd like to go back 30 seconds i just want to make sure everyone felt my reaction was really authentic <laughs> does the academy award go to me i had no idea marissa didn't
1: do her homework on the
0: valerios
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay what about you danielle anybody you want to shout out yes yeah there's a few um Oh, Chrissy didn't forget to say her other ones. I know she's had more. We'll
1: go back. to
5: that. Oh, the only other one? Because I think you had asked about like where we like to get our like food from. You know, like our favorite meal. That was a question. Something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's my soba noodle salad at Digi. Oh, love G. Um, G. Yeah, like, that's like one of my favorite, you know, lunch items to get when I'm in Shrewsbury. So sorry. Those were
1: those those were. Those are friends. good ones. I love it. <laughs> what about you, Danielle?
6: um I'm thinking of um the sisters at Sorella Bella and Red Bank because I know mm-hmm. how hard they work the shop going um and I got a, a pop-up text from them today so um I just uh you know hope that they're all doing that they'll all do well and reopen soon and um I have we to should say- do a sister's episode wrist
1: oh, we no. should do a, there's a lot of these sister businesses in, in in the area we should do that that would be a fun side yeah. you know conversation oh Powell is answering hers is bell market provisions boxes and wednesday's fresh market drive through just saying hee. he um, yeah because bell market is doing some awesome stuff you can order from them and you can pick up from them um, they're also doing provisions boxes meaning like more like pantry items eggs dairy which is awesome just to like keep their business that. going they also have a really yummy caesar salad kit fyi
0: that, that was a crowd-pleaser for three out of four people in my house.
1: <laughs> pretty high spread. It's a pretty, That's a nice percentage. High Danielle, spread. You wanted to mention, Danielle?
6: Yeah, I mean, obviously, the Bell Market and everyone who's opening and, and spending this time to to feed our community, first and foremost, for sure. Um, and my friends at Catch and Red Bank for the Angry Shrimp and Lobster, when you need it, you got it. And the 26th best. Cause I, I love them so much and they, they work really hard to keep the community going. Um, and our new business partners actually in Hoboken blush, tan Hoboken, who is an organic <clears throat> franchise out of California. Raquel Genevieve is, um, Joelle and I, um, have partnered with her, um, to bring CryoSkin skin to Hoboken cryo skin. Oh, awesome. We'll be offering that. And she opened one week before all this happened oh. and, um, you know, so I'm giving I'm giving raquel a shout out. Little I'm love. Bo- well, the good news is is when we're all through all this,
0: Ra- Raquel should have plenty of customers.
1: I think everyone's gonna need to get a lot of facials and also stretch their bodies in ways as most people are sedentary. I miss cryo actually. I really enjoyed doing that for a while before this all happened. Um, well, I you know, I loved all those those shout outs and and you know, we've spent our time over the last several lives that we've done. You know, shedding light and love for some of our favorite local businesses. So, love adding to the list and getting that out there. And Maris, who's our social media coordinator, loves to shout those folks out on our social and just give love wherever we can because that's you know all we have right now. So, thank you for sharing. Um, um, Chrissy wants to add something. I'm sorry. Yeah,
4: one of one of our designers, Laura uh, from Lamera, she's local. She's right in Marlboro. Um, she's making masks out of her leggings, but. From the beginning, she's been doing giveaways um, to nurses and partnering Mm -hmm. up with either me and my other business or other businesses from restaurants. And it's all been about um, the healthcare workers and highlighting them and telling their story. And um, she's just been really been busting it and out there. And um, I just wanted to give her a shout out. I love that. There's so many
2: amazing
1: things happening right now. Marissa always says while we're on these conversations that you know, the renaissance, Danielle, um, that is coming out of all of this and how people rise during struggle and, um, you know, reinvent and maybe launch something brand new or figure out ways to use what they already have to service a new need. It's really inspiring to watch. And, you know, and, and as we talk about every time too, and we talked about on our Bellworks from home where we interviewed our friend Julio that wrote this amazing article about businesses and what they're doing and how they're going to come back is I think it's really important to, to shout out the people that are doing something right right now, because those are the people who likely were doing something right already. And that we want to support on the back end of all this. So thank you for sharing. And as far as
0: how it said earlier, I think that the future, and I couldn't, I I definitely subscribe to her thought, the future for all of us is finding innovative solutions mixed with humanity, connection, and customization. So when we come back, you know, we are going to be together in a new way. And that new way is going to be defined by our human connection. And there are going to be parts of it that are a little different than before. Um, But the customization from each business is going to make it that much more sustainable and okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody's effort, especially, you know, in this conversation, everybody's effort, every ounce of effort that you put in to your business and even into this conversation is actually translating. And I'm sure Christy would support me on this into healing, right? Because by talking all of this out and having people listen to it and having your customers hear it, it means that they their their energy rises, they feel hopeful, right? And we all go into our evening feeling here instead of here. But granted, we might need to do it again in like three hours. So if you're not busy, clear your schedule. You have to, you have to keep recalibrating. But I, I love Hearing from all of you, I look forward. I don't know. Did we have any questions that we needed to answer,
1: Jamie? There was one. I just wanted to answer one question on the Bellworks Facebook page was what is the future? We don't have to hear from each of you, but maybe um, Sal and Christy can take this, the future of customer service in retail. So obviously customer service has been so important right now. In fact, Um, you know, in general, right? We all make our decisions based on customer service. Like Zappos is known for free returns and free shipping or Nordstrom has always been known for taking anything back. And so what do you think is the future of customer service now that this has changed kind of the way retailers are doing business and they're not that the customer needs weren't always important, but they're so important now what people need, what people want, what people are willing to spend, um so i'd love to hear like your thoughts on how this is going to shift customer service
3: outside of whatever rules we have to follow on social distancing wearing masks i would think more personalization more personal shopping more more uh more catering to the individual instead of you know just um uh, marketing to the mass Mm-hmm. That's like-
1: I agree. I think that curated concept of experience for people is so much more important now. And obviously we covered that throughout this conversation about the different ways that we're doing that in different areas of the business. And um, I think that was a great question too, because I do feel even as a consumer, right? You're exp- who you're experiencing right now and all the co- businesses that we just shouted out um, is for a reason there's they're doing something right And that customer service is going to be that much more important when this all is over of who will, you know, rise up. I think that might've been the only question. I'm just going to check the Facebook, but in the meantime, our last question is typically about travel. And I left it in there because I think what it would be fun to dream about where we would love to travel right now. So our, our last question that we always ask all of our guests on our podcast are if you could travel anywhere in the world with A yourself alone, be a partner, and see your like best friend, your group of friends. Where would you go? So let's combine them and say, if you could travel, want to go? That's not your house anywhere in the world. That's
4: not your house. Where would you go? Anyone want to start?
3: She should take this.
4: My daughter is turning sixteen on Thursday, and we were going to Puerto Rico. She. Super simple, acts for nothing. I mean, she literally walks. It's funny that we have a store now because she'll walk around with sneakers that have holes in it. She wears leggings and like a a hoodie, and um, it's the one thing that she wanted. She didn't want a party, so obviously that's canceled. Um, So I would definitely, you know, just rebook that.
2: Mm
4: -hmm. Trip to Puerto Rico. I love that. Great answer. Sweet seventeen. Yeah, well, you'll go for her
1: sweet seventeen. I'll come. Yeah, we'll all be there. It sounds awesome. But what Bali, about you, Kristy? Bali, probably. That sounds pretty good. Sounds I'll take crazy. it. I'm just saying. Just putting it out there, Sal. Sal's like, what? <laughs> what are we doing that? Um, <laughs> Chrissy, what about you? Anywhere you want to go?
5: All right. Well, I, I I listed the three places by myself. I've never been to um, Canyon Ranch in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely go there right now by myself <laughs> if I had the opportunity with my husband or with my partner, my husband, obviously, I would love to go to Positano. I've never been to Italy. Um, that would be a fabulous place for me to go. And then with my best friend, I would, I love Napa. I've been there many times and I'll go back there in a heartbeat with my
4: mm-hmm. best <laughs> Nice. Nowhere with the kids. Yeah, no. You noticed the trend. No, we're good. The, mo- the woman who said she was born to be a mother,
1: like I'm out. No,
6: I would bring. I, them to Italy. I would bring them to Italy with us. Yeah, all right, there. Danielle, what about you? Um. Well, we actually ha- also had a scheduled trip next month to go to Italy with my family, my parents, and my sisters, and the husbands, and all the children. Um. So we will uh, reschedule that. Hmm. But I, I, I really wish I was there now. Mm-hmm. Italy, Italy is it. I hope Italy returns to its... I totally agree. Marissa and I both
1: studied. We're fortunate enough to study in Florence. So we have a very, very special place. Uh, by the way, that just made me cry.
2: Aww.
1: I saw this amazing video. It was like, it was some, you know, ode to Italy when they first shut down. It was like all the streets from like a drone um, of the streets of Florence and I was like bawling cause I just, you know, so many amazing joyful memories there. I was like a child, obviously when I was there, I thought I was an old lady, but I was a child. I was 21 um, and it's, you know, such a beautiful place. So yes, Chrissy, you gotta get there. And sa- I'm so sad for Danielle's family that they can't go, but we will get back there, it will happen. And um, we will all be in your suitcases. I will come to Bali, Puerto Rico and Italy anytime happy to join if we start walking masks, we'll get there. right we can start walking out know, like the Forrest Gump style we'll just wear our mask
0: and by the time we get there it'll be fun
1: yeah, totally. Paula said Colombia because she says it in such a pretty way. So I'm going to try to say it like her. Um, yes, yeah, so many places that I wish you know we could travel right now. That's not our house, including outside with my children that are I see running down the street right now. Um, but I thank you guys so much for being here. Hopefully, you got something joyful out of this and sharing stories with other small businesses and how they're surviving. And hopefully, our audiences on all of our channels as well as Bellworks channel. Um, feel somewhat inspired by how the bell works retailers are surviving all of this. I look forward to seeing you back on the block very very soon we hope we do we too guys. thank you Thank, thank, you, guys guys cool. we'll you, thank you guys for being here. We'll see you thank soon you for being here All right
0: and keep up the good work guys Thanks. take good care. Thank you so